This is Big Skinny with the Podcheck Studio in Fort Worth, Texas. You know, I have had the opportunity in my career, radio career and beyond, to interview some great artists. And there's nothing like sitting down with an artist of a song that you grew up listening to that you really, really loved. And I had the opportunity to sit down with Mr. Derek Holt. He was the writer of one of the biggest songs that the Climax Blues Band ever had. So tonight we're going to sit down and talk with him, and he's going to tell us about the inspiration and what was behind the song. And it's all on this episode of If Not For Music. Stick around. Mr. Derek, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good, thank you very much. Now, the, yeah. re- the reason I brought you on here tonight, and I know that you probably hear this a lot, it's a, a great song that you guys put out back in, I believe, 1981. Yes. I love you. It's like a, a wedding staple. Yes, it's, um, it's been good for me, really. Um, I mean, what can I say? I mean, do you want to go? Do you want to go into the story of it? Yes, sir. I want to know how you. I want to know how you wrote the song. Yeah, and then I want to know how the band received the song whenever you presented it to them in, in the recording process. Yeah, well, it's a very long story, which I'll try and try and make it as brief as I can. But um, we got thirty minutes. Oh, great. Okay. Well, I basically had a li- back in England. I had a a bedroom studio. Uh, basically a room in what you know just a room in my house and I had a drum kit I had uh, all my guitars a keyboard a Fender Rhodes which was back then you know you know that they were fantastic instruments and one night and I can't explain why I just sat down at the piano the Fender Rhodes piano and I got this this whole thing just appeared you know I just sat down and I played I Love You. And not only that, but I went, when I was, you know, and I, off I went. And so so basically with a tape, tape recorder, I recorded the backing track um, with the piano. I put a bass on it. I put the lead guitar solo on it, which is the, what, the same one that appears on the record. I played that and I did, I sang it and then I did all the backing vocals and after about probably probably two hours, I played the drums. <laughs> um, after about two hours, I got this song, I Love You, and, and I have no idea. I had no intention of writing a song, but I just sat down, and this song came to me, and it's, uh, it's, it's been quite amazing. Um, the, the, the story behind how it got recorded, we had a producer from L.A. called John Ryan, who came over to England to pre-produce our album. The album was going to be Flying the Flag. And he listened to all the music, and um, he said, he said, yeah, all right, guys. He said, has anybody got any more songs? And I said, well, I've got this one. It's called I Love You, but nobody likes it. And I played him a cassette of the thing. He said, man, that sounds like a hit. And um, and that was it. We went to L.A. and we recorded the song and nobody liked it even when we recorded it. <laughs> so so um, how, does that, how does that work, is, you know, a democracy of a band? Is it like, you know, the producer has the last word, the band has the last word? How does that work? Well, let's put it this way. The producer loved the song. Not only did he love the song, but he, he employed 
a 30-piece orchestra string section to come in at, at, you know, quite a cost. And the other guys were going, oh, oh God, you know, this is costing us money. Anyway, he put the strings on it and... Um, and and it just made the whole thing. But he believed... I, I'll tell you the story of recording it, actually. There was a keyboard player, a very famous keyboard player, we invited to do a session called Nicky Hopkins, whose pedigree is amazing because he played on Imagine with John Lennon, he played with the Stones, um, all these people. Anyway, there, there, there was myself and him. I sat at the Fender Rhodes. He sat at the Grand Piano... And just the drummer, John Cuffley, and we put laid down the backing track to I Love You. Um, then, what happened then? I put the bass guitar on. I sang it. I did all the harmonies. And I got Pete Haycock, who was the lead guitarist, to play the solo I wanted to, him to play. Much, much to his probably disapproval really he wasn't he wasn't really into the song at all but anyway this thing became a beautiful ballad and um and, and you know there there it is i mean i can't explain any more really it just became a fabulous song which the the band didn't like so when it started making its way up the charts did the band start liking it or were they still not liking the song much well, the strange thing is, when the when the song was rising in the charts in America, we went to Europe to tour. And then, which is the strangest thing, we had a, an American tour booked um, on the strength of this song rising through the charts. And and I'm, I've got to be honest, the, the, the guys said, we're not going to, we don't want to go on the road to promote your career. Like a lot of animosity, and they just—I don't know, man—that makes you feel really unappreciated. Uh, you're doing your—you're you're doing your part for the band. You're helping bring uh, recognition to the band with a great tune. Well, had it been somebody else writing a hit, I'd have said, "Have you got any more songs like that?" You know, um, I mean, we we did have another. I, I wrote another song called "Darling," and um, unfortunately, because we didn't tour. The, the record company decided not to promote that, so that could have been the second single. On, on the one hand, yes, it's a ballad. Um, it's not the blues, but it became a hit. And I think every band strives for that, you know, uh, which is why you're in the business, you know. I mean, you want people to like your music, so... so I mean, I Love You for me it was just a blessing, really even though we, I didn't get to tour with it. You guys were kind of at the hands of the record company. If they liked the song, they were going to push it. They were going to promote it. If they didn't like the music, they weren't going to do much for you. Well, I, re I, remember, I remember when we had, you know, when, when you, you're in the studio and we play back the whole album uh, just to get their, you know, get all their guys behind the thing. When I Love You, when I Love you was played, everybody was freaking out. They went, man, that's beautiful. And I was just thinking, well, <laughs> fantastic, let's go. So uh, and I thought we were just going to take it a little, little bit further, but unfortunately the whole thing just, it just dwindled away, really. It was sad, very sad. So you, but, said, so you, said, you, you said you sat down and wrote the song in, in a, pretty, yeah. in a pre pretty short period of time. Where did the inspiration for the song come from? Well, 
I mean, you tell me. I've no idea. I just sat down, just sat down, as I do most days, you know, with the piano. I start with the piano or, or maybe a bit of guitar and... Uh, and 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 just write and th and this this little gem came out of nowhere. I mean, I promise you, it was just I, I had the lyrics in twenty minutes. Were you thinking just of your of, wife at the time, girlfriend at no, the time? No. Yeah, of course. Okay, that, I mean, that is a song I believe that, that just about anybody can relate to. That's it's found that perfect someone can relate to that, and especially if you've lived a life and someone comes in and really picks you up and changes your life and makes you a better person. Well, yeah, the, the amazing thing is I still get emails from people that that, that have either said, um, we used your song for our wedding, um, you know, which is fantastic. And you get people saying, you know, those lyrics that are the story of my life where some, you know, you were down and out or whatever you were doing. And somebody came into your life and shone their light on your life i mean <laughs> where, where where does that come from i have no idea but it but it works and uh i'm just so grateful that people love the song it's amazing uh, it's amazing i'm watching a video on youtube of you and your daughter performing this song how amazing is that that your daughter is into that music as well i mean well yeah yeah i mean oh if you've seen that 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 was at a, at a period where i for a while, I mean, uh, we had a pub in Stafford. I decided to, you know, stop touring for a bit, and I wanted a live music venue. So we um, we, we went into this place and just had, had a live music venue. And one Sunday night, my daughter was there, and uh, I got on the piano, and she sang, she sang it with me. And what a thrill that was. Pretty amazing. Yeah, a beautiful moment, you know. Well, I can tell I can tell you this. Uh, I was playing this song for my wife the other day, and and I have been fortunate to find that perfect someone for me. And I was listening to this song, and I'm like, I am going to see who wrote this song, and I'm going to reach out to him and just see if I can get an interview. Mm. And I am really glad that you that you um, got back in touch with me, and we were able to do this because this is really cool. And uh, I'd like for you to introduce this song tonight as we close her out. Ah, this is Derek Holt from the Climax Blues Band. I love you. When I was a younger man I hadn't a care Fooling around Hitting the town Growing my hair You came along and stole my heart When you entered my life So I made you my wife Since then I never looked back It's almost like living a dream
I'm your host, Big Skinny, and you've been listening to If Not For Music. Make sure to join us next time for another exciting episode. This episode was brought to you by the Podsack Studio in Fort Worth and Big Skinny Productions. Check out our YouTube channel, Big Skinny Productions. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you.